Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I was glad to have this young lady back. It's Cray News with Kay on a Monday. How are you, Kay? It's Kay Smythe. How are you? I'm great, Joe. How are you? Are you okay? Everything's good? Everything's <laughs> so very good. Um, Kay and I always have a, a bit of a pre-interview, and it's always a little bit silly. Um, you know what was kind of silly for me yesterday? Now, I'm not um, uh, big into the NFL. I don't watch the NFL during the season. Them flopping around during the National Anthem I thought was horribly disrespectful. The NFL could have stopped it immediately. They didn't want to. And uh, I, I always watch the Super Bowl because in my house, my wife makes a bunch of snacks and whatever else. We eat like pigs uh, for the Super Bowl, and we try to enjoy the commercials. I didn't understand a lot, of, a lot of what I saw yesterday, to be honest with you. And very specifically, when it comes to the commercials, there were some commercials where I was audibly yelling, what are they doing? Why are they showing me this? Where people are yelling at each other. They're yelling at each other. And, and, people, and, and the veins are coming out of their, their foreheads. And it turns out, Jesus gets us, or something, was, was the message. And then I went, oh. And I kind of got it. And I mean, I'm kind of a hip dude. You know that. I, I understood it, but I, I felt it was weird how they got there. What do you know about, the, about these Jesus ads? So I only know a little bit about these Jesus ads, but I'm really glad you brought them up. Um, I know I sent you an article that I read earlier that was shared by a million voices. Um, right. they, they basically, because I was the same as you, I was like, what, what's going on? Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, it's all about like love, unconditionality, forgiveness. Let me just stop you there, like because that. are you like me? You watch the ads, and the game we play in my house is, what's the product? Because the whole yeah. ad can be 25 seconds of I have no clue what you're doing, and then it's it's a, a, an ad for whiskey. I'm like, oh, I, I didn't understand how we got there. <laughs> and the Jesus ads, didn't it did, I didn't get it, and then at the end I thought they did sort of wrap it around pretty nicely. I thought they did too, and then it turns out that, so the he gets us, that's what the movement is called, because, you know, young people have to have a movement these days. Yes. That was something else when I was growing up that I don't think we should talk about on the radio. Um, okay. But... Uh, the movement behind He Gets Us, I couldn't work out the full web of it all when it comes to funding, but basically they got their money from the same organizations who are taking all the sort of on board all of the legal issues to do with one particular abortion pill that's now provided pretty much across the US. So the same group who funded that ad are trying to ban this abortion pill nationally. And they're part of this much larger Christian movement that, you know, anyone who knows anything about um, sort of those who work within the sort of Christian anything, you know, there's a lot of money there. There's a lot of money that goes to good. It's why pretty much all, I only donate to Christian charities at this point because I know they actually do the work that they say that they're going to do and they're right. just going to pay people for it. Um, you know, to sit around behind a desk and they're in a nonprofit, you know, like I work with decent people. So I'm, and I do right. my research. And so this is one of those groups, Joe, the, again, to sit down and work out how they're all interrelated. I was like, I really don't understand this. But what I do know is that there's clearly a lot of good people who went into making sure that that ad was played. And then, you know, you have all these people on Twitter who are like, oh, I can't believe they gave so much money because it was like $20 million to yeah. run an ad during the Super Bowl. And they ran two, I think. Right, they did. So, you know, it's like $40 million and some change. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but like knowing how much money is in these sorts of organizations, institutions and what have you, $40 million is not a whole lot of money for these groups. Like $40 million to even just like the Catholic Church is like a drop in the ocean. Right. And the fact that they use that money to say, hey, guys, why don't we all just stop being horrible to each other and come from a place of love? Because there were people, Joe, on both sides 
both sides yeah. in those ads. And I was like, okay, I can see the people who are probably, you know, maybe be shoved in our direction. I can see the people who would maybe vilify us. But it really came at it in like a very even playing field. Yeah. And it was one of the few refreshing moments I felt. Well, I, I, was like, I agree. You know I, I like this. I did not know that it came from the same people trying to get rid of the abortion pill, which I'm fine with. I knew that there would be Jesus ads in the Super Bowl. I'd heard about it earlier in the week. So is that why AOC is freaking out today? Because she like attacked the Jesus ads. I'm like, you really are attacking Jesus right now? Is it because of the whole abortion component that I didn't know about? Um, probably I would assume that it's something to do with the abortion component, but remember AOC is essentially a paid actress, failed actress right. who got dragged into politics because she wasn't going to achieve anything else. She's a screamy mouthy waste of everyone's time. And I pray <laughs> that New York gets rid of her. Cause remember Joe, the like AOC, just like everyone else in politics is an elected official and right. they don't have to be elected again. So, right. you know, we can also pray on that. I don't know if you know Tina Forty, but she ran. It's Forte, but she says Forty. Uh, she ran against AOC. It, it, you would know her if you saw her videos because uh, her tagline um, is the F word. It's <laughs> the F and and very New Yorky, very Bronx, very Brooklyn, very. Uh, she tried to to um, uh, debate AOC. She showed up uh, dressed as a chicken to one of AOC because AOC's a chicken. You've got to look up Tina Forty. F O R T E first name Tina and just watch her videos you're going to know exactly who she is uh, when you see the video she ran a pretty effective campaign against AOC and this woman is like really from that part of New York and, and I really wish that she would have won you're right she was a, I mean she answered a, cattle, uh, answered a cattle call AOC did and she happened to get the part it's a uh, case Smythe. go to casemythe.com you see her on Newsmax you see her on my show you read all of her stuff on the Daily Caller she's got a Substack. she's got her own show case saves the USA we're going to get into all that much more as we go through the weeks and, and hopefully you'll have me on I'm begging to come on you're like oh, I don't know if I want you <laughs> I don't know if I want you, you know, on. No, but... there's always a space for you, Joe. I think we should do our own show together. Absolutely. You might have to swear a bit, but oh, I don't know if you'd be down for that. I've been considering that a lot lately because my, my good friend Megan Kelly is swearing her face off on her show. And like, if Megan Kelly can get away with it, I can curse as well, if not better, than she can. So we'll see. It's uh, K. Smythe. Now, in watching the Super Bowl, are you a big football fan? I'm not a big football guy anymore. I used to be. But in 2016, when Colin Ka Kaepernick ended up being an idiot, I stopped watching, except for the Super Bowl, which is an event in my house do you watch the super bowl do you care uh i don't want to say i don't care because i think that's callous yeah but um no i don't really care i like yeah. rugby <laughs> no, with, i mean rugby seems to be a really really rough sport i've watched it a couple of times but to me it's a little boring with all the scrums i don't get that but um uh, the football game was pretty good the ads were nowhere near the quality of of humor i mean they were pushing electric cars on us the whole m&m's thing was weird with with maya oh, rudolph yeah. um I, I didn't i didn't get the ads we always wait for the ads i didn't see any that that made me go damn that's awesome um but the actual halftime show to me was weird too a, I guess Rihanna wanted to assault to know that she's pregnant again. Fine. Great. God bless you. Good luck. But, Kay, I don't understand all the red imagery lately. And I brought this up earlier in the show. Uh, we had Joe Biden with this blood red background with two guards basically saying, you'll do what I say or else these guards will come and get you. And then half of the country, all the MAGA Republicans are horrible people, disgusting, horrible people as he's clenching his fists and he's got red background. And then fast forward to Sam Smith at the Grammys where he literally put on the, 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 the devil's horns. To, to be as blood red as possible with people gyrating in cages. And then you had Rihanna last night where the overwhelming color was red. She was red head to toe. And it just seems to be this very red imagery. Am I reading too much into that, do you think? Or as a young person, do you see it too? 
Oh, no, I absolutely see it, too. And it is absolutely conditioning. Like, this is sort of like textbook, you know, first class in macro social psychology or macro socio. Oh God, I, macro. You you did the tongue twister. At sociology. The show before we go. It's uh yeah, no, it's socio psychological manipulation. Boom. Nailed it. Just nailed like it. a bit of a degree in that. Don't <laughs> don't mind me. So so in other words, they putting it, they're putting it, are they, are they normalizing it? What are they doing? Um, I think it's, uh, just, it goes into like sort of classic cult building and, um, side picking when you maintain branding, that's that stealth and that steady. Cause it's not even just those three. I've seen Doja Cat. I've seen, you know, pretty much every A-lister will end up chucking on that kind of weird, red, shiny, clearly dancing for the devil, type nastiness and again joe i think it was into what we were talking about last week i think it's straight up revelations i don't know why anyone's calling it anything less even if it doesn't happen in the exact way the uh you know god told us that it would happen it's you know we're kind of living through it it's an interpretation on it is it not is this not just what we were warned was going to happen well every large you know it is and every large event appears to be almost a billboard for for, for the devil. It's very, very strange to me. And plus there was other imagery and there were other words and things around in that, in the game yesterday. Um, Kay, I know that you're new to the country. You've been here a while. Uh, you probably know more about the country than many people who are born here. But having said that, there is no black national anthem. Just going to help you out here. There isn't one. There isn't a white national anthem. There's just the national anthem. Now you want to lift your voices and sing. That's the name of the song. Great. Sing it. You could play it on the on the trombone. You could dance to it. Doesn't matter to me. Don't call it the black national anthem. And then in the end zone, at the end of the end zone, it said end racism in the end zone. And I was just thinking earlier, because I, I don't know from race. I don't care about race. Everybody's my brother and sister until they treat me like crap. And then your character is going to decide how I treat you. But let's say that I were a racist. And I was watching the game and I go, man, I really can't stand those fill-in-the-blank people. Then I see the end zone and go, oh, my God, end racism. They're, they're so right. I should just end it. As if that's going to work. You know what I mean? Who is watching that going, oh, the Super Bowl said I should end racism. How stupid of me. Let me end it now. No, they just might as well just put like a sticker on their forehead saying the same thing. It's that (laughs) stupid and useless. Is is this to make people feel better who are playing the game? Because that doesn't work on anybody. No, it's not even the people playing the game. It's the people in the suits who make the real money from the game. I'm not saying that NFL players aren't, you know, underpaid because actually – well, I don't know. They put their bodies through a lot, but I right. still think they're overpaid compared to like teachers, doctors, yes. etc. Um, you know, I I get it. It's you know, it's borderline on a blood sport as far as like football goes. Um, but no, like it's literally just it's virtue signaling, and it's kind of like it's the same thing that they did with face masks. They don't work. They just make the people in charge feel better and makes them look busy. So it's a bunch of uh, old white billionaires said, let's put end racism in the end zone. Then we've done our deed. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely (laughs) nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. It's just so cringe, Joe. It's so sad. But this is something that I see all day, every day. And working with as many different groups of people as I do, it always stuns me, especially when I speak to people like, you know, when I have to call up major academic institutions, uh, societies, huge corporations. Um, I mean, other than bankers who will swear and tell it like it is, and that's mostly just because I come from, you know, my family were all in banking, so I hate bankers. 
Um, but okay. other than bankers, anyone in sort of a position of like faux authority, either in the media or in private business, they all think the rest of America is stupid. And I'm sure that the NFL is the same way. Like, I don't know. Well, I do know why they think this way. It's because they don't get out into real America and talk to real Americans. Right. But it's the same thing. Joe, did you see today about, uh, you know, the train derailment that happened in um, East Palestine in Ohio right. earlier in the month? All of this horrific hazardous material, I mean, like names I can't even begin to pronounce. I think I misspelled them three times in the article I wrote about it today. But I'm pretty sure like the EPA and a bunch, maybe it wasn't the EPA, but a bunch of like official people were like, oh, yeah, if you're just within like a mile of this train derailment, you should probably evacuate. But it's not going to be a big deal. We got animals dying. We have creeks, rivers, just, just a bunch of dead, fish. dead animals. Yeah. Um, sick animals, humans getting sick. And I'm just sat there like, do you think we're actually that stupid? Because at this point, I'm like, I, I've been spoken down to my whole life, Joe. I, You know that I get angry as heck when people really underestimate me. And I just go from zero to 100. I do not understand how real America hasn't turned to any major institution and just right. said... Do you honestly think we're that stupid? Well, they do. They, they honestly do it. I think it's I think it's part of the conditioning we're talking about. They're conditioning us to not ask them questions, to not be skeptical. Um, but but when you see the dead fish floating, you're going to start asking questions and going, hey, hold on a second. You guys left out some information. Plus, you have to love that the greeny weeny idiots out there who who are pushing this this green energy crap as they fly around in their in their private jets. They also want us to believe that there's no big deal from Nord Stream 2. Now, Tucker Carlson has said, and I believe that he's right, that's the worst man made um, e- ecological disaster ever on this planet that we blew up the Nord Stream 2. And it, it appears as though Joe Biden, you know, had this done. Um, and nobody's talking about it. Nobody's asking any questions about it. We have to not eat as much meat and stop farting as much because that's going to save the planet. But forget that the massive, you know, exuding of carbon and, and issues into the atmosphere that happened that at our behest by bombing it. Don't worry about don't worry about the dead fish and the dead animals in Ohio. Don't worry about this. Just just eat more plant-based crap and eat some bugs. That's they want Kay they want us to believe this crap. They really do. And it's so sad, Joe, how many people I know, mostly back in California, who believe it. And it's sad. And I'm like, you know what? Bring back Darwinism. If I said it once, I've said it a million times. Modern medicine, yeah, okay, like thrilled with antibiotics. It's great, I suppose. But it kept a lot of stupid people alive for far too long. <laughs> a lot of narcissistic people alive. They now run the country yeah. and most most of our major institutions. They do. So we're kind of doomed either way. And I'm just like, I wonder which way we're going to go out first. Are we going to do it to ourselves or are we just going to miss the thing that actually takes us out? I think That's that, where I'm at, Joe. I think that And people, I'm just like, let's go. Let's people see. like you and I will, I think, prevail and come to the top and people will start listening to us and hopefully we can right the ship. Although I, I'm not that hopeful, to be honest. It's Smythe. Go to Smythe.com at Smythe on Twitter, on Instagram, on Getter. Make sure you go follow her there. Check out everything she does on the Daily Caller as well. Uh, quickly on this uh, country musician, I got to go, but but I want to know what this is. He's written a bunch of songs for other people. Yeah, so, well, there's this guy, Ernest. He's a country music uh, singer, songwriter, has written for a lot of people. He's, I think, about to release his second album or a sort of like redo of the first album. I don't really understand. I don't know how this works. But, um, Joe, how do you feel about this? So Ernest basically put in a bunch of like song titles or asked an AI system, artificial intelligence, to throw out some country song titles 
and it did. And then he picked one of those titles and just like named a track after it. How do you feel about that? Well, I don't think that it's coming off the top of his head. I think that's cheating, isn't it? If he's taking claim for it. I mean, I don't think it's like, I think cheating. Yeah, for sure. There's an aspect of that. I'm just like, how long until we literally type in song sounds like a song that's been around for like 50 years and then AI just spits music back out at us and we no longer I don't want have that. a need for artists. I don't want that. I want artists. Uh, even though Morgan Wallen bothers me because you keep talking about him. Um, I, want, <laughs> I, I, want, I want a mullet head like that. I want, I want people to, to really use their brains and their hearts and their souls and their experience to make this. I'd, AI doesn't have those things. Although they can, they can do good work, AI can do good work, it's still not human. I mean, we have to remember that, don't we? Uh, we do. I think we won't because I think AI is going to make a lot of the tasks that we do day to day now a lot faster to do. Then we'll lose those skill sets. And then, well, that's a whole other different type of apocalypse that we can get into another time. I don't want to. Yeah, let's let, let, we'll do that the, uh, another time. But I, I on, on its surface, I don't love it. Uh, some help from AI. Sure. But still put your heart and soul into it. We'll see. Um, uh, OK, before we go, R-A-N-C-H, if you could uh, just say that for me. Uh, ranch, ranch, ranch. It's not ranch. It is not ranch. It's K Smythe. Go to at K Smythe, K A Y S M Y T H E. Go to her website as well. Look for K Saves the USA. It's a great podcast as well. Hopefully, I'll be If I beg enough, I'll be on there at some point. <laughs> I want you to co host with me. Jerry. Oh, stop it. All right, K, we, uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Go and check out everything she does. And we're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. Always appreciate Kay coming on with her unique perspective on stuff. Let's do this by closer. Hi, Paula. What's going on? I guess one of the big rumors coming out over the weekend was that Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly uh, may have broken up. The, she'd wiped all her, her photos that she had of him on her Instagram, and then she ended up deleting her Instagram altogether on Sunday. Um, she's posted some cryptic things as well, so... That's, who knows? Seem to be an odd relationship anyway, I'll be honest yeah. with you. Apollo, I appreciate that. Sam, thank you. Carrie, thanks. I'm Joe. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.